0: Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak had founded Apple in their garage in 1976 to start selling their first computer, Apple I. Their second product, Apple II was a super hit. Its sales skyrocketed from 2500 units in 1977 to 210,000 like units in 1981, but Jobs was anxious. He thought Apple II could not be a super hit product forever. He wanted something bigger than Apple II for the company, something that makes a dent in the universe, something that people will call his creation. He knew everybody thought that Apple II was Wozniak's baby. Jobs was desperate for a super machine. He had high hope on Apple III, but the product flopped. So he set out to do something that was dramatically different than Apple II and III. There was an engineer at Apple named Jeff Reskin who was working on a project away from Jobs radar. Why away? Because Jobs had a binary vision of judging people, either a person was a bozo or a hero, or say either a zero or number one, Jobs considered Ruskin to be a bozo. Ruskin wanted to make an inexpensive computer for the masses, a self-contained unit with computers, keyboard, monitor, software all together and have a graphical user interface. Ruskin knew that something extraordinary was taking place right near them at Palo Alto. And he constantly begged his colleague at Apple to visit the innovative place. This place was Xerox Park. Xerox Park was a division of Xerox Corporation for Research and Development Center for Digital Ideas. Xerox Park had a scientist named Alan Kay, K was a firm believer in the vision of a small personal computer that even kids could use. If you studied computer in 90s, you must have heard about DOS, Disk Operating System. How DOS came out to be and has a very interesting, it has a very interesting story about how Microsoft stole it. Link in the description or up. So, if you remember DOS, it was a blank screen with blinking cursor. The way DOS would operate is, if you want computer to do something, you will have to feed the command line in the right order and context, or it won't understand what you want it to do. This made it too complex and intimidating to use for an everyday user. LNK solution, Graphical User Interface or GUI or GUI was a user-friendly graphics that could replace all the command line. And instead of the blank screen, it would have files, folders and application icons. You can point and click at an icon, file or folder you want to use through a device called mouse. Along with GUI, Park had another innovation called bitmap. Until then, most computers were character based. You would type a character on a keyboard and the computer would generate the character on the screen usually in glowing greenish phosphor against a dark background. Since there were a limited number of letters, numbers and symbols, it didn't take a whole lot of computer code or processing power to accomplish this. In a bitmap system, on the other hand, each and every pixel on the screen is controlled by bits in the computer's memory. To render something on the screen, such as a letter, the computer has to tell each pixel to be light or dark, or in the case of color display, what color to be. This uses a lot of computer powers, but it permits gorgeous graphics, fonts, and fantastic screen display. Park was developing a computer called Alto, keeping GUI and bitmapping at the center of it. And Jeff Ruskin, the Apple engineer, knew this was the future of personal computer. So he urged Jobs and his other colleagues to visit Park. As Jobs considered Ruskin a shithead, he did not pay much attention to his request. Then Ruskin asked his friend Bill Atkinson to convince Jobs to see what's happening at Xerox Park. While Jobs considered Atkinson to be a hero, Atkinson talked to him. Jobs was already in talks with Xerox Venture Capitalist division. Xerox wanted to invest in Apple at their next funding round, so Jobs made a deal with Xerox. I will let you invest a million dollars in Apple if you will open the kimono at Park. Xerox really wanting to make serious money of Apple's IPO, agreed to show Apple its new technology and in return got to buy 1 lakh shares at about $10 each. This Xerox venture capital investment would be considered one of the greatest investments in the history of U.S. USA market. It would turn Xerox $1 million into $30 million in 18 months, something that good companies could deliver after seven or more years. But earning those $30 million costed them billions or even maybe a trillion dollars. They could have been the next Microsoft. Don't believe me? Hear it from the pirate himself. So the, the basically, they were copier hands that just mm-hmm. had no clue about uh, a computer or what it could do. And so they, they just grabbed uh, grabbed defeat from the greatest victory in the computer industry. Xerox could have owned the entire computer industry today, um, could have been you know, a company 10 times its size, could have been IBM, could have wow. been the IBM of the 90s, could have been the Microsoft of the 90s. In December 1979, Chops visited Park with his colleagues. There were two scientists who were asked to show the technologists, Larry Tesler and Adele Goldberg. While Tesler was excited to show what they were doing, Goldberg was really pissed off by this stupidity. She could not believe Xerox was willing to share their innovation with Apple. She put her foot down and showed just a few applications. Jobs knew they were holding something back and he was pissed. So he called Xerox headquarters and demanded that Park must show them all their new technology. It worked. An order must have gone to Park and Jobs was invited to a park few days later. This time He went with a far bigger team, including his hero Bill Atkinson, an ex Xerox Park employee who was now a programmer at Apple. This time, Gold briefed the team to show more, but not enough. So One of the engineers showed more screens of words processing programs, but Jobs was not pleased with this. And he started shouting there. So these engineers and Goldberg gathered in a corner and discussed the next plan. Goldberg agreed to show little more. So Tesla was going to show an unclassified version of their programming language Smalltalk. They thought Jobs will be impressed by it and would never know what they have not shown him enough. So they showed Jobs and his team Smalltalk. But Jobs' team wanted to see more. Atkinson and his team had read papers published by Xerox PARC which had mentioned the technology which Apple team had not seen yet. They were still hiding something big from them. This time Jobs called the venture capitalist division and went ballistic on them. The division called the headquarter and the headquarter called the park. With strict instruction that Jobs and his team must be shown everything. That's it. This time they showed everything to Jobs. Coldwell was seething with rage and could not even bear to stand there. She blasted out of there. What Tesla showed this time? Really dazzled Jobs and his team. Jobs was so full of energy that he kept pacing around the room. Atkinson was staring at the screen as if he was trying to take multi-screen shots of the screen in his head. He was trying to capture every detail. Asking questions after question to Tesla in details. Tesla, pleased that finally somebody was interested in what they were working, Give full explanation behind every technology to Atkinson and his team. Jobs was excited beyond limits. He kept hopping around the room and waving his arm. He kept saying, you are sitting on a gold mine. I can't believe you are not taking advantage of it. Jobs was like a child full of questions and exclamation mark. He bombarded Tesla with questions and with each answer Jobs excitement was multiplying. He could see what the future of computer would be. By the time they left Park, Jobs had already made his mind. This was the product that will make a dent in the universe. Jobs and Atkinson were driving in car back to the Apple headquarters. Jobs told Atkinson that they have to do it. He asked Atkinson, How long would it take? Atkinson was bright and self-assured. So he said, I can do this in six months jobs was really motivated but it would take them five years to do it the xerox case is considered one of the biggest heist of tech industry jobs never denied it fully he once said i mean picasso had a saying he said good artists copy great artists steal and we have you know always been shameless about stealing great ideas but let's be fair to apple here we want to think xerox could have been microsoft or ibm but the truth is if they could have, they would have, right? The reason Xerox failed is because they could not identify and execute the brilliant idea they had. We have all seen movies in Bollywood which have ripped Hollywood movies scene by scene and yet they suck. The short by short copy remakes of South Indian films but yet they fizzle out. It does pop a question, what's more important, idea or execution? Apple hugely improved upon Xerox ideas. The Xerox mouse had three buttons, would not scroll smoothly, would cost $300. Apple built one that had smooth scroll that can work on your genes and a simple use single button. Similarly, Apple engineers worked day in and day out to improve upon every feature, like dragging windows and files around and dropping them into a folder, allowing users to directly touch, track, relocate things without having to give commands. Steve became obsessed with GUI based computer. He was in charge of this project and the computer was called Mac or Macintosh. Steve Jobs asked Microsoft to write a version of basic for Mac. Although Bill Gates company Microsoft had created a dominant position in the language and applications of their market, Microsoft's stature was still very small in front of Apple. In 1982, Apple's annual sales were $1 billion while Microsoft's annual sales were $32 million. So Jobs would often use I am big and I can do this without you and I am giving you a chance to be part of this next greatest things ever. Tactic Jobs and Getz had a love-hate relationship. Both were impressed by sheer dedication and talent of each other but were put off by the quirky personalities. Gates was weary of Jobs' manipulative and his reality distortion-filled tactics where he would present his lies as the actual fact or truth. The Bittersweet Relationship was going to turn fully bitter. Gates and his company were going to come out of the shadow of other big giants and become a bigger giant. While Microsoft was working on writing application software for Mac, it was also working on its own operating system called DOS. But just like Jobs, Gates was dazzled by Kui and believed that this was the future of computer. It was the reason that he was passionately working towards developing apps for Mac despite jobs tantrums and playing fast and loose with kids. As his engineers worked closely on Mac, they had easy access to the operating system framework and codes. They kept notice of everything on how the system worked, Microsoft engineers, Keen involvement and interest in Mac operating system worried Apple engineers and Apple engineer told Jobs that Microsoft was going to clone Mac OS. Jobs made a deal with Gates that Microsoft would not create graphics based software for anyone other than Apple until a year after Macintosh releases in January 1983. But the Mac release was delayed by a year and Jobs and Gates did not have any promise on what to do in this condition. So, Getz went on with the original agreement and announced in November 1983 that Microsoft planned to develop a new operating system for IBM PCs featuring a graphical interface with windows, icons and a mouse for point-and-click navigation, it would be called Windows. Jobs was furious when he heard the announcement. Although he knew that he had no right to stop Getz from doing this as the agreement they made. Had run out of time and he could not claim ownership of something he himself had stolen, but he still wanted to berate Gates. So he sent an order for Gates to be in his office immediately. What happened there was nothing short of a dramatic movie scene. So Jobs is pacing in his conference room furiously. Gates there arrives alone. Thin and tall, he looks far younger than his already young age and his squeaky voice doesn't help him either. He goes into that conference room and sees some 10 Apple employees, senior employees. It would look like the Gates would have been intimidated. As the employees waited for their boss to berate Gates, Jobs shouted. You're stealing from us! Now, this tactic had mostly worked on others, but not on Gates. He was as badass as Jobs, or say he was as much of a bully as Jobs was. So he just sat there coolly, looking at Steve straight in the eyes and said in his squeaky voice, Well, Steve, I think there's more than one way to looking at it. I think it's more like You and I are both like guys that had this rich neighbor, Xerox, that left the door open all the time and you go sneaking in to steal a TV set. Only when you get there, you realize that I got there first. I got the loot Steve! This shut Jobs then. Gets then give Jobs demo of the windows they were working on. Jobs was at worst of his emotional and manipulative self. He looked at it and called it a real piece of shit. Gates doesn't give in to his emotions easily, so he said, it's a nice piece of shit. Jobs would then keep throwing tantrum, but Gates held on to his side. He was clear, Microsoft was doing Windows whether Jobs likes it or not. Finally on a walk, Jobs just told him, just don't make it too much like Mac. Jobs knew Windows was going to compete with Mac, but he, not even Bill Gates knew that windows was going to rule the world sort of becoming default or only operation system of computers windows was a shoddy techie unimaginative and poor copy of a superior product but microsoft kept making windows better in 2013 windows had 91 percent of the market while mac had 7.47 percent in 2021 windows market share had dropped yet is still dominate to 74%, while Max market share has risen to 16%. Apple's market cap last year hit 3,000 billion dollars, and Microsoft market cap was 2,300 billion dollar. You know what? Xerox market cap is 3.87 billion dollars. Let that sink in.